Welcome to the Strategic Life Podcast, episode 64. Ego check, please, with your host, Coach Mario. Dr. Mario. Along with Frank. So, if you are just entering the podcast, we ask that you uh, check your ego at the door, please. (laughs) Uh, So, who here has been a victim of someone with an ego? Raise your hands, unless you're driving. Keep them on the wheel. Yeah? Every time we record, Coach. (laughs) (laughs) And as as you look into the mirror, ask yourself, where on the chart does it hurt you specifically? (laughs) Exactly. What emotion are you feeling right now? (laughs) Exactly. And if you could release that emotion, Frank, where would the emotion go? That's right. Just let it go. Just Mm. balloon. Release it. Yeah. Our our listeners don't want to know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they do. So we're going to send it over to the doctor's corner. We haven't been there in a while. So Dr. Mario, hit us with that deaf inish. Un of an ego, please. Oxford Languages says that an ego is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance, such as the comment of this has created a boost to my ego. Mm-hmm. The definition that I really like, and I think that as we were doing the research, all of us agreed upon, is the part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious and is responsible for reality testing and a sense of personal identity. Mm. In other words, how you consciously think. And that's why it's along with Frank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ego. Ego speaks. <laughs> so what, how does ego get brought into most conversations right i think usually someone's calling someone out on their ego um, yeah? a negative call out you're right yeah i think that's Ooh, are we i see more people talk about it behind their back well right. that's true too yes well well in general the yes. nerve the gall the unmitigated gall that this guy has <laughs> or can gal. you believe coach mario asked me to do this this and this right. i mean essentially and then coach mario walks in the room hi <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm going to take it as a form of disrespect. So, <laughs> but essentially, when someone's mentioning ego, someone's usually not talking good about someone. No one's coming in and saying, "You know what? That person's really humble and has a really a really swell ego, really you, strong you know? ego." Yeah, that's true. It's usually yeah, that's true. being that's true. It's, it's a negative connotation. Yeah, correct. correct. Yeah. So, as we think about that, I think we should all go internal, which, which means to go inside. What or what? What's happening with our ego? Yeah. So I think, like, as we mentioned, the top, you know, the topic of, of today's podcast, the ego check, please. It's one thing to observe someone else's, but what's going on with yours? Whether you think you have one or you don't, because obviously, guess what's probably going to happen when you ego check someone, or you know, go into a conversation for some discovery because maybe you think they do have one, and it's possibly uh, interrupting, you know, the friendship, the business, or, or whatever it is. Where's yours at? Because that person probably doesn't think they have an ego problem either. <laughs> well, I think that ego has um, two sides of a coin. Mm-hmm. And, and one is the positive side, right? You, we encourage, especially young kids, to have self-esteem, to learn that part of, of their identity yeah. about who you are. Because as I say, when you know who you are, you know what to do. You're not swayed by media, the winds of time, or right. the culture shifts, or whatever's happening. And that's how you empower. You know, and that's how be that's confident. Empowerment. Show them. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And so that side of ego is the identity piece, the self-esteem, and the one that actually feeds one of the four elements of the persona, mm-hmm. uh, which is significance. And obviously the dichotomy to significance is connection and love. Correct. Alignment to those two 
tells me that that person has an ego, but is not from the negative connotation that we're talking about. When we're talking about the negative aspect of ego, I believe that it's that individual that wants to show that significance. You know, only look to social media, you can buy 90% or more of significance. It may or may not be true, but they're trying to portray who they are. And so that ego piece there might be, I'm not saying that it is, in all cases, it's based on significance when it's completely alienated from connection, from networking, from family, from friends. So that piece is all about, let's say, me, instead of all about we. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, and that was heavy. Dr. Mario went hard on that one. So if, if you want to take a second, <laughs> go back the 15 seconds, the 15, uh, second, or, <laughs> the 15 second or 10 seconds, <laughs> depending on the platform you're listening and, and check that out again, because that, that was heavy. Um, and if you're not, you got to fast forward. That's why I'm here. I'm going to try to dumb it down for you because that's what I do. Uh, in other words, the main focus or the purpose of the action you're taking. So that that that's ego. So hey, I'm, if if it's hey, I'm gonna show this fancy new car that I have, and or or the fancy clothes, or you know, they I'm gonna just bombard Instagram and social media with my with, with me. Um, what's the purpose behind that? Is it if it's feeding your ego, if it's feeding your your lack of self esteem, or hey, uh, you're looking for certain attention or your significance, um, like Dr. Mario said, then that's the ego, right? Um, hey, no, I. I I'm very secure. I have a low self, you know, I have, you know, low satisfaction with that. Like, I, I don't need people knowing about my life. I'm, I like being private and that's your ego. Um, so in other words, the purpose as to why you're doing it. Another way you can catch that. Um, people that walk in the room, very quiet, very, you know, normal. That's it. And then there's people that walk in the room screaming, yelling, like they just need the attention. Right. right? That's the ego. Um, so what is the purpose as to why you are consciously acting and thinking that way? And I think that's important because ultimately how you, how, how you act affects other people. How big or larger, you know, whatever it is, however, wherever you think your ego is, your ego and how you carry yourself and how you interact and behave with other people affects them. And that's why, again, some people are quick to call you out on it when they feel that it's affecting them large enough. Um, and it comes out quick, man, because you, you'll talk to somebody and let's say it's, it, it's something that, you, hey, you did this wrong. And, and you can walk up to them with the best of intent, you know, positive criticism. Hey, I'm here to help. Hey, this is incorrect. And you don't even have to, you did this wrong. No, no, no. Just, hey, this is incorrect. Here's how we fix it. And you'll hear quick sometimes. Oh, no, that's because I'm useless. No, why do I even bother with this? Hey, I don't need to do this. Oh, I'm you, you know, me, 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 this. And it's all negative. And it's like, that person has low self-esteem. That person has like an ego issue. I mean, where you're, you're, going, you're going right into number one. So how how to know if you have ego problems? Turn turn your radios up. <laughs> <laughs> Take notes. If number you can. one, you need to be right always. Mm. And I think that's what, you know, partially what you're talking yeah. about. You know, you're trying to find a ways, you're just trying to ways to justify the decision you made or the decision you're going to make based off of your need to be right all the time. Because otherwise being wrong would affect your ego. I, I like the way you shared that because what I see is when they, the individual needs to be right all the time, they also try to overpower yeah. by speaking louder and faster. And they think that if they can drown you out, they are more 
right than you right. are. Or get the last word. Or get the last or word. Or that's the one yeah. I was going to say. Or they walk away. I'm done with this argument. Come right. back 30 minutes later. <laughs> yeah. And this, 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 and this. And then as soon as you start to speak, they walk away again. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that overpowerment they'll, is... They'll start it that way. They're like, I'm not responding to you after this. This is, and then they'll, Or they'll, they'll let you know that they're not coming back. So that way, in their head, they've, they've won because you know I let right. you know I'm not. Final words is me, and I'm out. I don't want to talk about this, but <laughs> instead of and, right? Yeah, yes, but. yes. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're in a leadership position or something like that, not you know, not wanting to show you're ever wrong. I mean, we can understand why someone would you know, no one likes to feel like they're wrong all the time. But if you don't up to it, what kind of what kind of what kind of setup are you setting up for your organization or your team where you can't admit your own mistakes? Yeah. Then what's happening? You're training other people how to how to how to how to act as well. And that's a double-edged sword because if you don't if you don't allow for mistakes, don't expect people to allow you to have mistakes. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful with that, man. So if you have a sensitive ego and you're constantly just like checking everybody, you didn't do this, you didn't do this, you didn't do this, hey, you didn't do, oh, no, they'll throw it back back. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Again, now, uh, how to know if you have ego problems? Number two, uh, you check into a little place, you get a little boat, and you go down denial. Mm. <laughs> I've been there. Ignoring, we're not talking about the yes, river either. <laughs> exactly. You're ignoring other people's opinions, their feedback, their, you know, anything that anyone has to say that's not your way or conflicts with you. Uh, you know, you're, you're ignoring their feedback. You're not accepting anything that's not from the source, which is yourself and your ego. Yeah, and denial is a conscience thing, right? It, it's it's on purpose. Like you can mm-hmm. tell, why are you why are you doing this? Like why are you blocking me from even speaking about this? Mm-hmm. And and that's where you see, hey, yeah. this is no longer uh, an intellectual conversation. This is emotional, right? Right. I mean, yeah. I think I think if we're, if I'm just general, if I'm generalizing myself, I think your your larger egomaniac isn't taking feedback from anybody. And again, they can choose to do with that how they want. Well, you know, no, that's my genius at work. I'm here, but and, and think about it, you know, to understand. Maybe that person made some decisions and that created some organization or created some company that flourished, not going against, you know, going against the grain, not doing what everyone told him to do. And that's how he had his success. Think how that's going to fuel him to continue to want to do things against the grain. And, you know, like, well, that, you know, that's why I'm self-made. That's because I did everything I had to. You know, I, I didn't listen to other people's and that's why I'm a success today. But again... That's, you know, that you're feeding into your ego. Yes, it might have gotten where you are, but it's going to be sustainable keeping that uh, that mindset, that mentality, if you will. You know, number three, you hate losing because <laughs> it's all about your image. Anything that taints the image, taints the brand is no good for you. Yeah. Take the L, bro. I think that one just speaks for itself, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, we've seen it so many times uh, in, in, in all of these. And I know you've got more coached. So unleash and unwrap. But (laughs) (laughs) what I'm talking about is these are all drivers. Mm -hmm. They're all drivers that that if you notice someone has these negative traits to that ego, they're not growing, their business is not growing, their relationship's not growing, and if you're not growing, you're dying. And, and, And then you're not contributing to the greater good to humanity as a source because it's all about you. Yeah, absolutely. Number four, you believe you must always have more and more and more. So people with egos uh, may have insecurity problems, but and uh, one manifestation of the insecurity is always wanting to have more. And as humans who are, I, I want to say, um, almost 
almost certainly always wanting more once they achieve something, right? You get a promotion. What happens? You want another promotion. And why not? We get comfortable. We're, we're, I think we're designed always to want more and more. But in, in, in essence, when you always want more, it's, you're never satisfied. Maybe because of that insecurity, maybe not. But you're always after the next best thing to prove yourself. Well, ego is the reason why. So, hey, we, we have a business. We're moving forward. We want to progress. We want to grow. We want the business to, you know, provide more for our family, our community. We want to do more. That's perfectly fine. And that's that's your ego. Um, hey, I want more. I'm, you know, I want more in the bank account. I need the larger car. I, I, I need the exotic. I need to take trips. I need the fancy watch. And that's your ego. So it's, it's it depends, right? Um, now, when one of them... And then it is perception, right? Um, if one of them is conducive to the greater good of everybody around you, they're not going to say you're an egomaniac. If the other one is, hey, I want to build more just for me and my nest egg and me and my car and my house and my this and my that. At the expense of other people. At right? the expense or of things. others, right? And yeah. that's what it's going to come off as no matter what you do. Then that's where you get labeled, hey, you know, you're, this guy's an egomaniac. This guy only thinks about himself. You so. need to check yourself at the door. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So... Why is this important? Because it can affect, like we like reiterated before we even got into the steps of uh, on how to know if you had an ego problem, but essentially it can affect people. And obviously, what kind of people? The people most important to you. People you're in business with, the people you work for or work alongside, or ultimately your partner, your relationship, maybe your your, your uh, romantic partner or you know other, other partners or family or friends. It can, it can greatly affect you there. So how can we take care of this? How do we take control of your ego? Number one, step number one is admitting you have a problem to begin with. <laughs> Self-awareness. I don't have a problem. Problem has me. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be aware of your actions, your thoughts, your behaviors, and why you're doing what you're doing. If you think about a lot of things, why am I doing this is a great question. You ask yourself, Especially if there's something that you might be doing, um, you know, big purchases, you know, think, oh, you know, um, career moves, things like that. Why would I be doing this? What what's this going to benefit me for? Because yeah. if there's internally some some of those things, and let's just say was that that in, let's let's just use that example of that insecurity from a moment ago. Why am I making this purchase? Why am I buying my third car? Why am I, you know, what, what exactly, what's, what are you fulfilling by doing that? Is it, are you doing something because it's a, a you want a need? Or is it something greater? Is it because, no, this is the image I have? Um, I mean, for those of you, uh, and I know you all are all return listeners, but uh, I, I work, uh, I've worked for years in the real estate industry, and you, you'd be surprised how many realtors will say, well, I got to upgrade my car. I need that realtor car now. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Because one of the most successful people that I've ever met um, in the mortgages, Dick Neary. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, when I got my mortgage broker license years ago, it was an auditorium with probably like, probably had to be like 80 to 120 people getting their mortgage license. That's a pretty big class. Yeah. More like 80 or 100 people in your mortgage broker, getting 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 the mortgage broker license in your class. That's crazy. He was a a commercial broker and he also had a school. Um, He's, he was saying, you know, don't get caught up guys. You know, South Florida, I know everyone's got the flashy cars. He goes, you know what I drive? And I make okay money. He was, I think being modest. Filthy. He goes. He was humble. He goes, Toyota Corolla, baby. <laughs> Toyota Corolla, A to B, gets me where I need to go, great on gas. So don't go running out there and buying the 
mortgage broker car. Right. So again, something I, I, you know, why, what's that decision? What is that purchase of that car doing for you? It's right, right. It's right off the bat. The right. realtor car. A little, ad, a little advice on that. Um, <laughs> you can either look like you spend money uh-huh. or you can sound like you have money. This, I need to look like I have money. No, no, no. You look like the reality is you look like you spend it. Mm. The, People that have money sound like money. The conversations they have. So it's not, oh, look at the fancy car with the fancy watch and the fancy clothes. Mm -hmm. Uh, This guy spends it. This guy follows the hype. Like that's, people with money don't do that. They they will have a conversation with you and in 30 seconds they know whether you have it or not. Right. So yeah, the fancy car and you pull up and all of that. But as soon as they, as soon as the buyer looks at you and goes, hey, this contract. And you don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, hey, I have to get back. Or, you know, I got to run it by my boss. Or, let me see what the lender says. That's looks. That's not substance. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, you hate losing because... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I was backing it up here. I was trying to take us back into the negative here. See that? <laughs> Reading through my lovely notes here. Uh, so, one is you got to have that awareness. Two, you got to learn how to accept your mistakes. I'm looking at both of you. Mm. <laughs> Not saying you guys have an ego problem or anything. Like Frank that. don't make mistakes. Mistakes make Frank. Uh-oh. <laughs> so it's a fact that we all make yeah, mistakes. Man. Yeah. But again, we don't. And we've mentioned this before, even in business. No one really does any internal reflection when you're winning, when you're doing well. Uh, but learning how to accept your mistakes is one thing you have to do. And uh, that if you can do that, it'll benefit you. Three, relax and don't take things personally. So if we think about that, uh, that ability to um, take feedback, right? If you're not taking things personally, that's because you're willing to accept the feedback. Because if you can't take feedback, then what's it really about? Are you really trying to do what's best for the company, for the relationship, for the family? If you can't take the feedback, then you can't. You know, what's making you stop? What's stopping you from doing so? Right. Well, that goes back to the you know, the, the declaration I share, which is you can't give what you don't have. If you're not willing to receive feedback, then you really should guard yourself ab- uh, about giving it. Because yeah. if you can't take it, you know, and, and it should be for a higher purpose, right? To mm-hmm. encourage, to build. Um, and when I give feedback, I like to use the coaching model. I like to just ask questions and see if the individual will come up with it on their own. You know, what could you have done better? Perhaps if you had another opportunity, what would you do differently? That sort of thing. I was interviewing uh, as part of a dissertation committee. I was a chair uh, just last week, and that was one of the questions that I used uh, for the candidate. This is if, if you could have done this entire process and, and a dissertation for a doctorate, as you can imagine, is grueling long time and that sort of thing there could be ego that steps in the way right at that moment in time it's almost the finale of that one hour defense and they could just go right into ego but this gentleman says if i could do it all over again there would be certain procedures that i would rewrite there would be certain measures that i would use differently Mm -hmm. and um, obviously that that earned him the grade and the passing of the dissertation so humility influences a lot more than that super ego when i talk about the super ego i'm talking about from that negative perspective 
you know, he could have went on and, uh, oh, I wouldn't do anything different. Uh, this was an amazing product, and this is my dissertation. And uh, that could have gone south for yeah, him. Yeah, and <laughs> Dr. Mario's really good at this, man. So he, like, we'll be doing something, watching something, family thing, whatever it is, and, like, you'll, 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 you'll tell him something, he'll look at you, he'll ask you the question back to you. Um, hey, I'm, 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 I'm struggling with this. Why are you struggling? Uh, okay. And then you, you start talking and, and he goes into that coaching model like just so easily. <laughs> like, it's great. No, no. And we got to take a moment for this because I think this is, the, this is the good stuff, right? This is the substance. <laughs> secret sauce. This is the secret sauce, right? Uh, and, and, you know, so, hey, the, the business or, or this personally or something, right? Um, and he'll say a joke, he'll ask you a question, he'll ask you a question, he'll ask you a question and then you'll, you'll start talking you'll start speaking and then right when you get to the point he'll just like without knowing he'll just like walk away put his head down put a finger up in the air like there it is right there Bobo. you got to it i'm gonna <laughs> leave you right there with that and then he'll like walk away let it marinate yeah then sometimes <laughs> sometimes you're just standing there like the hell just happened and then you, you whatever you finish eating we finish the event then you get in the car and as you're driving home it like hits you you're like oh my god now i get what the old man just did <laughs> so, like but it's good um because you need to welcome things like that so if you have people around you that are trying to help you and are checking your ego those are good people to have around you um now if you're pushing those people away hey man this guy's always has something to say about me right bro take a minute like again like coach mario said hey Take a minute. Why am I pushing this person away? Did they really have my good, in their best intentions at heart? They did. Yeah. Damn, I should take a minute. So, yeah, I mean, there's uh, one thing that comes to mind um, when we think about this is specifically the meta program, um, a mismatcher, a mismatcher in your, yeah. in, in your, uh, you have people that match and you have people who mismatch. Um, and what I mean by that, just to, without jumping into the meta programs, because we could be there for several podcasts, but ultimately there's people around you that are matchers and there's people that are mismatchers. You know who they are without knowing the phrasing, because let's just put it this way. When you want to make a purchase and you want to buy something, you're going to call the matcher, the friend who will support you in that way. Yeah. Meaning you're, you want to buy something you know fancy or a new purse or a new bag or something. A motorcycle. You will call that person and say, hey, I was thinking about this. And you'll get that. You know what? You deserve it. You work hard. Treat yourself. Concert tickets. There you go. Same mm -hmm. thing. You buy it. Just buy it, girl. You know what? You work hard. YOLO. We've been stuck in the house for two years. Let's just do it all right now. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you'll call the matcher. You're not going to call, like, again, I use this example all the time, but I'm not going to call my mom if it's anything that's not a necessity because my mom is a mismatcher. And guess what? It keeps money in her bank account and keeps, you know, uh, keeps things rolling because do you need that? Right? She'll mismatch. Do you need that? Is that something that's, is it a need? Is it a want? You know, how, you know do you have one like it already? Then, you know, I don't think you should buy that. That person in your tribe might be a mismatcher and they might be doing you a favor. And what's coming off to you as negativity is just them just checking you for your own benefit. Yeah. Because there are some people that are genuine mismatchers and then you'll have some people that are completely <laughs> habitually mismatching and always going against the grain. And, you know, they'll do whatever <laughs> in the opposite direction if it's what the herd is doing or other people are saying that is best for them. They'll go the opposite way. But um, ultimately... You need to lay down your weapons, whatever it is internally that's going, you know, supporting your ego that's not supporting you or maybe, again, is affecting those around you. You got to let it go. Let go of those limiting beliefs, those decisions on why you need to be a certain way, why you may need to think you need to look a certain way. And then you need to distinguish between your ego and then what's actually happening. Is it real? Is it really there? And it's all in your mind.
Thank you for listening. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, we would love to hear from you. Reach out to us at Instagram and Facebook at Strategic Life Podcast, Twitter at Strategic Life PC, our website, strategiclifepodcast.com, or email us at action at strategiclifepodcast.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Neurostrategic Coaching Institute and from Business Solutions with music provided by Gorilla Tech.